Salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the Nicholas Cage podcast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. Uh, and this week, uh, I'd like to know, hey, am I the only one who enjoys butt chugging for real? What? This is- what? Who, what? Who said you could talk? Uh, is, this, is, this, is this a woman hosting a podcast? Well, I, I believe she has the vagina. Yes. Well, well, yeah. You, you I, know I, something, Donnie? There's only one explanation for that. A witch! The what? No. She's a witch. <laughs> we must She's bleeding on the full moon. The She's a witch. <laughs> I'm not a witch. You're bleeding the devil's <laughs> semen. I'm Donnie, not a witch. Help me speak the words. The power of Christ compels you. The power, the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. I think better. the point is to make us despair. Selfless animals. Save your servant who can trust in you, O oh Lord. I'll swallow your soul! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just enjoying the musical theater right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I'm Father uh, or Adrian. <sighs> and I'm Donnie the Righteous. <laughs> uh, my name is Linda. Season of the Witch? More like Season of the Bitch, am I right? Uh, <laughs> am I, uh, am uh, I right? <laughs> I'm, I'm the cheese sack, I guess. I don't know. You're the Linda who doesn't commit adultery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so less than 10 years. Okay. <laughs> Normally we are but three, but hark, today we are four. <laughs> who that? <laughs> My name is the magical Mr. Mistopheles, also known as Jane. <laughs> All hail Stan. <laughs> I stand for Stan. <laughs> I worship Satan. <laughs> I forgot how I'm supposed to get this one out. <laughs> Damn. So uh, this is Cage's first of five films released in 2011. It is mm-hmm. Season of the Wedge, oh, as Adrian calls it. Or as I like to call it, you stabbed me. Oh, you dick. I like a woman and stuff. <laughs> You're gonna have flashbacks of me and shit. <laughs> oh no, I forgot that in war you kill people. Damn. I put a sword it's in It's okay, Hadrian. We can talk about it over ale after this. <laughs> and, oh, I, oh, tis right. You're buying. Oh. <laughs> And uh, this movie just proved that there are no Brits in England. That's true. (laughs) Or anywhere else. There's just people kind of going vaguely like, oh, oh, we dine tonight in hell, I guess, or something. Uh, (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Kamna. Well, Well, that wench is a bit of all right. They had a bunch of of like awesome, like fucking amazing British actors, and mm. 
they were all doing American accents, like flawless well, American accents. Well, but uh, like, Christopher Lee didn't fuck? have much choice about his accent as his <laughs> lip was freaking pulled back over his head. Yeah. <laughs> they got Christopher Lee, and and uh, there's there's more of him in the trailer than there is in the movie, actually, believe it or not. No shit. Yeah, yeah I'd believe it. But, uh, I mean, like, there's... Uh, okay, There, first of all, there's... Uh, um, there's Claire Foy in her first, uh, her first. Uh, oh fuck! Movie. I'm Claire oh. Foy. I think I'm the girl with the dragon tattoo, even though I'm totally not. And... Oh, don't blame her for that. Uh, she's in mm. the Crown, and she's fucking amazing. Mm. But mm. also, I, um, I, like I they have thanking a... her for the for the little girl in Twilight because they're they're <laughs> same, the same last name. So I'm just like, wait, is that the chick from Twilight? <laughs> so I'm I'm confused by her. <laughs> I mean, you can pretty much swap those performances out. Sure, it's about the same. (laughs) But uh, it also had Stephen Graham, and uh, he's fucking amazing. He was also in Snatch. Um, And uh, he was the one who goes, dogs? Dogs? (laughs) Dogs! But Dr. Ron Perlman, mostly. Dr. Ron Perlman. But also, they have Robert Sheehan. But Ron Perlman's the one who, in the name of God, is getting away with sword murder. <laughs> Ron yes. Perlman cared about his check clearing, and he made he, that he, very yes. clear. He, he made sure that happened. Yeah, good on him. But, you know, That's honestly, I, I think I think of all the performances uh, in this movie, I think the greatest one was uh, Tom Atkins, you know, at the phone booth. Like, no, <laughs> the third channel! Turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I was meaning to say was that, like, okay, it has Robert Sheehan, who's from uh, The Misfits, and he's also from uh, Umbrella Academy recently. He's fucking amazing. But all the Brits are doing American accents, and I don't know if it's because, like, they wanted to, the director wanted uh, to make Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman look good. Well, no, sometimes they'll do that, though. Sometimes they'll just get everybody settled on one accent. Um, like like yeah. for uh, when they did, when Roller Stone did Alexander, um, uh, since, since um, oh, what's no. his name there is blatantly Irish, uh, he had everybody else from the same region also speak with an Irish accent. Yeah. Just, well, just to sort of just... pull it together. <laughs> so they could have pulled the Valkyrie and just had no. everybody do random German British accents and then have Tom Cruise. <laughs> frankly, does. people should just, the act, I, uh, most actors aren't good at it, frankly. You know, like, oh, they like, are. like, like most, most actors are like Dick Van Dyke, where it's like, I really wish you hadn't tried that. You know, so it, it, so frankly, it's usually just better that an actor just uses the accent he came with, you know, because people are like, well, you know, it's that guy. He talks like that. I'll accept it. Yeah, you know, but not, Lynn, not everybody's going to be Johnny like, Depp. You know, why make all these British actors do American accents for well, that matter? It's, it's, That's it's, what they it's, usually think, do anyway. I, I think it's because this is a fuck awful train wreck that got handed off like a hot potato between two directors <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and, and reshoots in, in Georgia. Yeah. You know? There but, are uh, a lot of good French actors and actresses, but instead they use Canadians because they don't want to use them. And they'll still even have French actors playing American roles and Americans playing French and doing a terrible accent. Yeah. I'm Jean Renault. I come from California. No? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have how you say the girls there. Yeah. I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme plays a perfect American. He always has. <laughs> Sometimes he plays two different Americans in the same movie because he's like twins and shit. It's <laughs> awesome. He fights himself. 
He was kicking the post with his leg. Ah, I'm drinking and having a good time just like in Brussels. A place that I have never been to. Stay tuned for our next podcast, Van Damme's Kiss or Van Damme Damage. Kiss of the Van Damme. Damn. Season of the Witch got shat on the public on January 7th, 2011. It was going to get shed on the public pretty early in 2010, but then the studio's like, this is fuck awful. Let's make it worse. Uh, it cost $40 million somehow, and because there's no justice in the world, it made fucking $90 million. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. I guess. It opened at number three behind True Grit and Little Fockers. Now, oh. if you open behind Little Fockers, you know there's something wrong with your movie. Uh <laughs> And really nothing else of any consequence open on that day. That is a so, lot of whiskey. I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I need it. and I said two directors because both of the directors who worked on this movie are actually cage movie veterans. Cause the oh. credited director, the one who shot most of it is Dem Dominic Senna who did gone in 60 seconds and swordfish in California with a K and whiteout. And, uh, and, videos. and mostly, but you know what? He didn't do anything at all after season of the witch. This ended his career. Yeah, I know. This is it. Like it, this is this is it grinding to a dead stop. And I think it's because he had so much trouble with Lionsgate, and so they to fix the movie they brought in Brett Ratner, director of The Family Man. Oh no! <laughs> now, now I know everybody groans Brett Ratner. I know like Rush Hour and all that, but like frankly, Brett Ratner made the Dwayne Johnson Hercules, which for what it was was yeah. really good. You know, like frankly, like it's not perfect, but it's it was easily the best Hercules movie that year. <laughs> X-Men Last Stand. That's all I, I think I, about. I, I, well, that's another one, though, that well, that was started by somebody else, and he was brought in to finish it. I know. Yeah. You know, because Brian, Brian Singer was probably too busy molesting people to finish that one probably. Yeah. <laughs> Having young boy parties at the pool. Yeah, you know. I'm he... Chris Singer. <laughs> you know where to find Again, us. if you ever want a fun Google, just Google Brian Singer pool party. <laughs> it'll, it'll change your life. I think my search history is bad enough as it is. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's is with the quarantine right now. Oh, what else are we gonna do? You know, yeah. <laughs> we just gotta watch that two hours of spins. You know, you set set the yakety sacks. That's all. <laughs> so this had uh, speaking of uh, cage veterans. Uh, at the very <clears throat> end of the movie, it's dedicated to uh, Michael Davison. Who uh, died on? He died on September sixth while uh, on vacation in Kona, Hawaii. Um, he was only forty nine years old. Unfortunately, uh, a canoe broke loose from a trailer, crashed through the windshield of uh, of his. Oh my car. god! Oh. oh my god! It was just like Twister. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much. But uh, and, and it, some it, guy standing nearby said, "Surf's up, pal." Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway. I get it, Linda. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> yeah. See? See what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm hardly the most inappropriate one here. <laughs> anyway. He, uh, they they uh, dedicated it to him because uh, he was the personal assistant to Nick Cage. While uh, like in multiple movies, including uh, Next, uh, Book of Secrets, Bangkok Dangerous, Knowing, uh, Portocol, New Orleans, uh, this movie was his last, uh, where he was the assistant. 
uh, Kick-Ass and the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Jesus. So, wow. Yeah. You know, being his assistant, I'm hoping he didn't have to watch any of those movies. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. He just comforts him after. You You did good. <laughs> Cage is just unconsolable in the corner. <laughs> now, work up, little man. I think somebody earned themselves a cookie. <laughs> I, I was Don't let the Mexicans see you cry. And then this. She <laughs> wants a special edition Superman comic. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> Who's my Superman? <laughs> <laughs> you deleted those photos, didn't you? <laughs> Do you want the cape? I want the cape. <laughs> Does it, did they fix the S on there? Yes, we did. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Cage uh, saw this as an homage to Roger Corman movies. Um, um, although, if Roger Corman had made this, it'd be 20 minutes shorter, it would cost under a million dollars, and it would have been entertaining. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, The Undead shot for like $500 in a supermarket, and it's totally bitching, especially when compared with Season of the Witch. Well, he also likens it to Wages of Fear. What the fuck? What? Yeah, I know. Okay, you do one scene with a car on a bridge, you can't just turn any movie into Wages of Fear by having that. Yeah, yeah. He said that instead of uh, the nitroglycerin, they've got a witch. <laughs> <laughs> okay Linda you saw that alternate you saw the original ending I showed you right where it's just the girl and then later for the theatrical movie the show, before you even sent it where they stuck in the really fake demon yes so you know with the same after effect you could just take wages of fear and just throw in like a shitty CGI demon kiss <laughs> <laughs> que say oh no let me demon <laughs> Uh, do you want to <laughs> talk about that uh, alternate ending in case they want to look it up? Uh, oh yeah, they get it, it, they're on the YouTube. Yeah, uh, it's it's ten minutes long, but like the first four minutes of it at least are I think the same. But like it's it's virtually the same as what we get in the movie, although it looks a little bit better because there's like three less filters applied to it. And it's and instead of fighting like insta demon, they're just fighting the possessed chick. Yeah, but like she, with his last dying breath, like what, you know, I was really happy that they didn't go with the alternate ending because like she, she is like strangling uh, Cage's character ever so slowly and while, while Kai is like reading out of the book and she's she just like. massaging his neck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's not clumsy, but I do think it's better than what we wound up getting, you know. Well, but I here's my issue with it, because she's she's like, uh, give me the book, give me the book, and I'll let him live. And um, he almost does it, but then she's then um, uh, with his last dying breath, Ron Perlman's character shoots an arrow through her hand that yeah. sticks in the stone behind her, and uh, and then because yeah, he's really badass. Yeah. <laughs> and then um she slowly goes after Kai and like with a sword and she's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and and he's like, Oh no, oh no. And um and then uh she's about to stab him and Nick Cage jumps in front of him and takes uh takes the sword. Yeah, he takes the sorting. Yeah. 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 And it's a whole like, sordid affair. 
my Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> These are the jokes, people. <laughs> you anyway, knew what this was when he signed up. We we are talking know. about season of the wish. My what did I signed up for just now. <laughs> <laughs> my beef with the alternate ending is that like what's why the original she... ending? I mean. Well, okay, yeah, but like why doesn't she just fucking kill him? Kill Kai. Because yeah. like, they're trying yeah. to make her menacing for once. The thing that they weren't able to do for the whole rest of the movie. Like yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying you couldn't have done with some reshoots because both directors decided to be their most incompetent on this one. Like it's oddly enough their worst yeah. movie for both of them, and they both made some stinkers. But in that version of it, since it's the girl, you get a parallel to the opening scene where she's promising mercy. Right. And the opening scene is stupid as shit because the opening scene, which is shot entirely on a fucking green screen in Georgia, like, your soul, child, will spare your soul. Like, wait a minute, you waited me to believe that my confession would spare my life. It's like, no, no, ha ha, going to hang you and hang you off a bridge. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, you've forgotten to spoke the words from my pretty bedazzled journal with seashells on it. It's magic and it's from King Solomon. <laughs> no, they're right, dead, I say. I, I don't need no words from no book of Solomon. <laughs> dead is dead. By the way, wasn't that Rory McCain, the Hound from Game of Thrones? Yes, yes, okay. yeah, that's Thank what you. I thought too. Rory McCain, will you be my girl? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I got really excited when I was, I saw him. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then he disappeared for the rest of the movie. And then that was it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so and characters know, I would have preferred they followed. <laughs> To put you on trial, you know, they take a woman and they put a bunch of stones in her pockets and make her go on a lake. Yeah. And I'm thinking they put pockets in women's clothing back then. That must have been paradise. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you can't get, find a pocket on women's clothing for nothing now. You know, you can maybe get half a rock in there, but it would just slip back out because the pocket's too small. Yeah, and actually, if you want a really interesting read into history, look up a book copy if you can. I know I've got a copy here, the Malus Maleficarum. I oh, yeah. It goes that. under all the wonderful things they did to torture people into admitting they were witches. Oh, yeah. yeah. They put the question to them, you know? Yeah. You know, set them on fire a little bit, you know, like put a burning thing yeah. in or something. Or, you know. My favorite was they would take a needle and jab it through your arm, and then they would start a fire on the one end of the needle so that it would start heating all the way through to sear your arm. Oh. And then well, they would yeah. ask you, Team Coco Are you or Leno? <laughs> Maybe. I'm Team Coco all the way. Well, what happens you if know? you say Letterman? <laughs> <laughs> they had to stop the witch, you guys. There was that play going around that would make people be like, ooh, I'm all purple and plaguey. I'm a reach at you. Oh, no, nah, I'm tired. Fuck it. I'm out. Was it just my copy of the film, or was it your guys's? Where suddenly, when it got to the end and they make it to the Abbey, that suddenly I think somebody spliced in Van Helsing because suddenly <laughs> there's no witch and there's like a demon with wings flying around that looks really, really fucked yeah, up, horribly that's CGI'd. Fucking, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Like, like for no reason at all, demon. And it's like, yeah. So was that in her or anything? It's like you couldn't like. You animated that shitty little, like, mouse demon thing going into the dead monk's mouth, but you couldn't animate, like, demon guy w w coming out of the girl or her turning into the demon or something to make it make sense. I mean, you granted, know. it wasn't as spectacular as the wolves turning into evil wolves. It was in bits and bits and bits. I like the wolves, you guys, yeah. 
<laughs> Honestly, yes. the worst I've ever seen CGI is still from the uh, fourth Exorcist film, the prequel. Okay, thank you. Yeah, oh, the fourth Exorcist film, i.e. the same movie we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> Both this, versions of that film. This is no, this is definitely the Rennie Harlan cut, though. Yeah, this is Exorcist for the beginning with the with the CGI jackals jumping out of wells and shit. It's <laughs> yes, not the Dominion, which was just as shitty. It was a little less shitty. It was just boring. Mm. Yeah, which this film was. Oh, I yeah. was bored. Like I, I, I started reading like other things. I was like, I can't pay attention to this. Well, like, you, I couldn't imagine how you can make a war scene or battle scene so boring. It's there with another uh, Ron Perlman classic uh, in the name of the King, a dungeon siege tale. Oh in God! Name of love. By Sir Lee Bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, oh, but here's my thing. Okay, so like you have all these amazing British actors doing like flawless American accents. Yeah. And but then you have Nick Cage going in and out of a half ass accent. Well no, what God Cage damn it, Linda, what about the representation? <laughs> Where was that in medieval London? They they weren't they weren't doing accents. They were just doing that thing where like no no we're we're, we're doing a, a period thing. It's very fancy. They would speak a certain way, you know, rather uh, our uh, kippers. <laughs> so so in that part where uh, in the part where uh, all those crusade, crusaders are standing on a green screen and the cheerleader guy is saying this is for jesus did i mention that we're killing people for jesus was it for jesus yes he's the son of god go kill the infidels what infidels that that tape x over there that's where we'll put the infidels in oh okay and Cage, the camera comes up on Cage, and Cage has this little bitty goatee, right? And he's got he's got this awful flowing blonde locks just kind of glued yes. to the sides of his head. And he yeah. fucking looks like the love child of old bloated Vince Neal and old bloated Gene Wilder. Exactly, yeah. It, it's like it's terrible. And it's like this is the part where he's getting choked later. It's like, oh my god, Cage, you have never looked worse. You need to get final cut on this and get this whole thing erased. <laughs> we love you, Gene Wilder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no disrespect to Gene Wilder. You know, Vince Neil, you know, a bit that uh, guy from uh, Hanoi Rocks kind of wishes he was alive, just saying. Uh, I, my mind kept wondering too while I was this. I didn't read a book while I was doing this, but while I was watching it, I remembered before I clicked on it that Amazon Prime was telling me you could also watch Split Second. It's like, oh my God, I remember that with Rucker oh, Howard. That was a really kind of Howard. fun little alien yes. sci fi film. All the while while I'm watching this movie, I just kept going, God, was that that movie or was that another alien movie I watched? No, that was the right one with Rutger Howard. That was no, really no, 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 fucking it. You got uh-huh. it right there. Like, like if, if this, this movie needed Kim Cattrall, it, it, it yes. needed Rutger Howard, you know, it needed a flooded London and fan boats. It needed all that shit, you know. Instead, well, we get that, uh, we, instead we get that pointy David Morse guy being like, oh, his voice rings every my ears. Kill more guys. I don't know if I made my point earlier, but kill some guys. We're standing right next to you. I swear to fuck. We were going to kill guys. I'm going to tell you about why we signed up here, because they said they forgive all sins, and my friend said he needed 10 years. Uh, I am implying that he committed sodomy. (laughs) 
Perhaps with me, I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're buying. Uh. <laughs> oh, I have to uh, to say before I forget, uh, the woman who played uh, the spinster in the beginning is uh, Nicola Sloan, the one who, who said, uh, yeah, priest, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah, no um, evil, don't you see? No evil, don't you bring no evil down on me. <laughs> no. But anyway, I found out that she was also in the 2012 movie version of Les Miserables, and her character was Hercrone. Hercrone <laughs> <laughs> for men. I honestly thought you were going to say that it was Nicolas Cage in drag and he just renamed himself Nicolai Cage. Oh, that would be wonderful. This is like the stage version of Sleuth and like Cage and Perlman just keep showing up in like wigs and stuff and like playing crones and things, you know, like, yes. like one of their teeth blocked out. Like, Sean, you shoot. This breaks character from that and goes, acting. You know, if they'd done that, if they'd made it a two-man show, then then uh, Perlman could have just showed up in the Hellboy makeup, and there would have been a better demon. <laughs> it's pronounced Nicolage. <laughs> Nicolage. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you get you get these credits that are just like variations of their names, and eventually they just get really lazy, and it's just like not Ron Perlman. You're like totally not Nicolas Cage, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, Rickless Nage. <laughs> Nicholas Rage. Oh, I'm Nikki's cousin. See, I'm from out of town. <laughs> Mick Sage. <laughs> Nicola Coppola. <laughs> uh -huh. But Jane and I on our show, uh, uh, Bed Nubs and Broom Flicks, we, we have a, a history with Crone. <laughs> oh, Crone! Because you, you is one. <laughs> Shut your mouth, you whore. Hello, <laughs> Hello crone. <laughs> but, but no, um, speak, speaking of Coppola's, uh, I, I just I just watched a movie today. I made a mistake. I watched a good movie before we we're going to talk about this one. That never goes well. These are the rules. Yeah, no, <laughs> I watched Coppola's The Conversation with, with Gene Hackman. Oh, That's on yeah. stream right now on Amazon. Right. Yeah. And and while I was watching while I was watching that movie, you know, that movie's got extensive sound design in it, you know, because it's yeah. all about the guy like who does like, the shotgun microphones and can record conversations mm -hmm. at a distance and shit. Yeah. You like and you notice season the witch has no sound design at all. No, no. Like no. It, it's trying to be both a period film and, and like this epic thing and a horror movie, all of which you need to do something and they don't do anything. Well, like there's just the cutest how... set. This thing. <laughs> the sound guy was falling asleep, and everyone else just like, look, look at him. He's dozing off. Like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, oh, we gotta keep going with the movie. You could, you could just picture, or you could just picture Christian Bale and the guy in the green uh, cardboard box robot suit, like sitting next to them, and they shout their epic lines on a green screen. <laughs> Because there's the, there's the guy, there's the cheerleader guy shouting them into battle again and again, and it never sounds like he isn't anywhere but right next to them inside a room. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be outdoors in a desert. I can't hear any wind or anything. You know, you think of like you're you're got, you're trying to rip off horror movies like The Exorcist, which are famous for their sound design. You gotta bring it a little better than that. Well, I found out why uh, Cage wanted to do the movie. Was it another <laughs> one of those I've always wanted to? Did he have another another reason Pretty besides much. the thing? Well, um, 
Well, besides, he didn't have a castle he needed to buy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had two reasons. He said, uh, "Quote: I like the mysteries of the unknown, the unexplained, the paranormal, the possibilities of these things, and that's what uh, why I wanted to participate, or what I wanted to participate in. I like the relationship between Claire's character and and Beeman, but he also said, <laughs> now I feel I feel like this is the most accurate one." Uh, an interviewer asked him about the location aspect of the movie. And he said, quote, I mean, that was the main reason literally why I wanted to make the movie. <laughs> I was see, I got into some trouble and I couldn't legally do Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I was in a little office in New Orleans, Louisiana, doing Bad Lieutenant and it was hot. I was miserable and I was dreaming about being in the forest somewhere in Europe. And then it happened and I just went, yes. And every day I was so thankful. I was delighted to be there. I wanted to make a very scary movie. It was something that was a personal interest of mine because uh, these are the kinds of movies that I like to see. He, he said this to... while snorting stavia. <laughs> he he yeah. was in New Orleans thinking it was too hot. He wanted to get away to Europe to make, to make a movie and cool off. And then they had to do a year's worth of reshoots in Georgia. I wonder how that part felt. <laughs> and this is one pure thought all on his own right this wasn't broken up conversation this is one exact pure thought right oh well that is it's like it it, it is like broken up conversation because i was like wow that is that is a rambling yeah he does have a have a tendency to ramble though he's got like these really long run-on sentences you know every time i see a drunk like that on the bench i think of what he must have been like when he was just a little boy He's just uh, like the Miyazaki of acting. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's the part there's the part where, where Ron Perlman and Cage have just deserted and they've wandered onto that farmhouse and they find the couple all plague ridden and like dead in the bed. Oh, and and the lady who looks like she's made out of roast beef now, like revives briefly and she kind of reaches at him, but she's like, nah, too far. You notice that? Like, she's not really trying to reach. She just moves a little bit and like, okay, you're going to cut before then, right? It's not going to look awkward. They're like, yeah, we'll totally cut. You know, it's like, uh, and scene. That is exactly how you describe this movie. It's just <laughs> reaching and going, eh. <laughs> Too much effort. Uh, yeah, right. It's like, it's like, well, we could try. Nah, 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 nah. Never worked. <laughs> you, you did your best. <laughs> Well, um, I've got to, I got to share something that's going to make you happy. Oh, what well, is it now? Okay. Last Our, time uh, I that, I paid $400. Jesus. <laughs> Our, Our uh, good old friend, the crispy reviewer, uh, King of Crisp. Uh, oh, Eber. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He said in his interview, or his uh, review, excuse me, quote, you know I am a fan of Nick Cage and Ron Perlman, whose very existence made the Hellboy movies possible. Here, like cows, they devour the scenery, regurgitate it to a second stomach found only in actors, and chew it as cud. It is a noble effort, but I prefer them in their straight-through human centipede mode. That's 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 his little cute way of saying that at some point uh, Cage should have eaten Perlman's ass. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh.
Oh, Ebert. Uh, Come on, uh, Bateman. Don't just stare at it. Eat it. (laughs) All right. Once more (laughs) to the booth. (laughs) (laughs) Eat him. Uh, You buy tonight, my friend. Uh, Oh, yeah. I want you to scream into my ass when I bend over. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't sound like an echo. It was in a sort of different cadence. Yeah, there's a guy up there. (laughs) <laughs> and no matter which ending you go with i still <laughs> fucking hate the the voiceover at the end where oh, like they saved my life and prevented the darkness that almost was i was more annoyed that she sat there and she's like i'll remember everything i'm like you yes. don't remember any of your adventure what the fuck are you talking about what? lady like, yeah, so, uh, so let's... Me, i lived through it and it's like you don't fucking remember you just told kai to to, to remind you of like who that these people yeah, were yeah. so yeah yeah so so who the fuck were these guys now it's like the guys you just buried they saved your life like um i don't know that i don't remember nothing you're like making it up ew creeper <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Little, like, not even fucking around. I don't remember the ending at all. All I and remember I is Nicholas Cage looking like he you. just queefed, and then the <laughs> screen fading to black. And Do I was you like, have oh, like selective memento disease. Did any of you guys rewatch any of the TV spots or trailers for this? No. Okay, I, 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 I didn't realize I, that was part of this show. No, no, no. I, well, I did, I did, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I remember a, a teaser trailer early on. It was terrible, where it's got, where it's basically just the part where she's like, "You're not afraid of me, are you, Bayman?" And the torch goes out, and he looks over, it and he looks all surprised. And in the teaser trailer, they like repeat it like it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that. And in the trailer, they 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 reverse the order of events, so it looks like the evil witch caused the crusades. <laughs> <laughs> It happened in real time. <laughs> um, well, a dark. Oh my god, the, that's right. The crusades of the Black Plague were not occurring at the same time. That nobody, pissed me nobody, off. Nobody knows that. I was like, no, that's a four-year year well, difference is, right is, there. This is the made-up Dark Ages right here. And you're sitting and watching this like, oh, look, look, see, they're just guys. They don't hate Muslims or nothing. They're just killing and like to drink. It's it's fine. And, and look, they're even nice to the lady who's in a cage and they think she's going to have a fair trial. And then at the end, they try to save her and they're nice and they're sweet and they're heroes. They're bold, brave knights. It's like, it's the dark ages. Everybody sucked. Like nobody was nice back then. Everybody was just a piece of shit. Like they're nice. People weren't invented yet. Wasn't the ending like where they ripped off the whole Highlander thing, burying the three with the swords in the ground. Yeah. Like, is that- yes. Yeah, okay. that was that was the ending. And they should have okay. played some. Uh, they should have played some Queen or the song, you know, by uh, Lou Graham or something. Oh, I don't like it that I actually thought they were going to play seasons of the, the song at the end. I thought that was going to happen. Yeah, okay, so yeah, right. Why wasn't that song in there anywhere? Okay, it wasn't they even. Probably didn't get think, the license. You think like, in the trailer they'd have some shitty slowed down version of it by some like female singer? Be like, yes, to pick up every stitch. <sighs> Must be the season of the week. <laughs> or I've got a brand new pair of roses. <laughs> or they could make like in Ridley Scott's Terrible The Martian and just like have there being an obvious song and have them pick a different one, like for no reason. It's like down below the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Oingo Boingo's Reptiles and Samurai. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, 
But uh, yeah, I think the the ending, Donnie had like she she uh, asks Kai to tell her about the about all the men uh, because she doesn't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, I read it yeah. to her, and she remembers. <laughs> And uh, then in the voiceover, she says that uh, and I like, will remember them because I was totally there. So, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't need to remember the ending because I think I got a better one where they rip off uh, Star Trek. And it's like when he's telling her about everything that happened, she's like, but that's not the way it happened. And that's when the music starts playing. I think they should have done like uh, that Aldo Ray drive-in movie, Don't Go Near the Park, where at the end you think everything's fine and all of a sudden she breaks the kid's neck and starts <laughs> exactly in a fish race. Well, she, like, th- this movie, like, uh, literally has nothing to, I mean, you well, have that long it's got prologue. A, right, it's and, got a huge identity crisis. Yeah, there's, like, no point behind the prologue. And once it's again, wrong. once again, prologues, plural. Because there's the stuff on yes, the bridge yeah. with the witches. Yeah. Then, then there's the first crusade things. And then there's a really badly done montage of them being at War of the Crusades where it keeps cutting back to them in the bar. Except the first time it cuts back, it's just the same footage with an amber tint. Yeah. <laughs> like they're drinking. It's like, hey, remember that time we were fighting five minutes ago? Yeah, I remember it. And, and then we did it at night. Yeah, because it got dark. Right. Yeah, no, same day. <laughs> then it started snowing. Oh, okay. So am I going to eat your ass now? Or. <laughs> 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 no, and, it, and it's like it's like is this uh is this a movie about how the crusades were real bad is this about the hypocrisy of the church is this about feminism is this about witches being not so bad and at the end it's like oh wait there's a real demon what yeah <laughs> like, how does this, any of this shit connect with any of this other shit at all like why did studios pick up this spec script this is this doesn't right. she wanted to come here the whole time the whole time <laughs> Oh Which also God, is where you get sense. in before that, the whole cliched. So I think when we're done, I'm going to go back to my homeland and we'll I have drinks at my father's sorry. forefather's table. <laughs> you going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Great when they're good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, should I mention it's my birthday and that I'm getting married and my life's really turning around. I'm really like, yo, no, life's really good. I just won the lottery, you know, and I'm thinking of getting a cottage. Yeah, <laughs> my wife's Charlie. back at home. She's pregnant with twins. <laughs> <laughs> Two boys. I always wanted boys. I'm three months from retirement. <laughs> I bought a yacht. It's called Live Forever. <laughs> well, look at that. A my favorite lazy example of that by the way is lethal weapon 3 where they introduce the like the young cop who just turned 21 and like he gets killed right away and 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 uh, and riggs is all like happy birthday kid <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like, like wow literally disposable character uh, Carlo and I, like a couple years ago, like a lot of years ago, I guess, uh, we came up with a song. Every time we see one of these characters or scenarios in the, um, I guess, the trope in uh, a show or movie, we we sing, "Things are so great when they're good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's it. All right, he's dead. Oh, so one of the things you mentioned um, was the recommendation Amazon gave you. What the recommendation for me watching this on Netflix was, was it was like, if you like this movie, you'll like Castlevania. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Keep improvement. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, you like you like plotting things without without a good color scheme. Yeah, Castlevania, get right on that. Uh, spe- speaking God. of plotting, by the way, though, it's like this this movie was so dismal it actually made Ridley Scott's Kingdom of Heaven look pretty good. I was thinking the same thing right. while watching this. Like, God, Orlando Bloom was fucking majestic in that comparison. Right? Oh, you know, you're thinking like, you know what? I might have been a little bit unfair to Orlando Bloom in that other movie. Uh, I don't know. Like, plus, you know, like, like, hey, he got slapped. We don't see Cajun Perlman get slapped at all. What the fuck? You know. <laughs> I gotta be out of my mind with this fucking virus. But I thought I genuinely thought you were going into a Macho Man thing. <laughs> I really thought I was a little out of line by talking that way about Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Brother. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God Let damn it. it die what do you, do you think though all this time all this editing and re-editing and this is what we're left with i just i don't know how you can succeed to make something that boring but they it, did it's, it's amazing and it's short too it's short and boring you know like that's that's just a feat right there it's like wow you know like the movie's barely over an hour long when you trail off the credits and and yet you can't even they can't even hold your attention and it's like, I don't know. for the actors, at least, um, well, no, because even Cage and, and uh, Perlman are, like, keeping it interesting, but, like... Uh, the, well, they're the, trying, but there's the trouble is their characters are complete, like, vague yeah. stock characters. Yeah. Like, they, 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 I don't, there's no, there's no room. There's nothing there. Yeah. There's, yeah. Nothing, there's nothing there, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, uh-huh, just watching them Remember the that time we were drinking? Broke. I drinking and wenching. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. a lady broke your heart once. Ah, uh, tis not fair. That was in France. Yeah, it's uh-huh. like the whole beginning with them was just kind of like mystery science theater. It's like things are fun when they're fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, they, I guess. They, that fits midway the through, it's like I thought they were going to turn to a comedy with that guy in the stocks. Yeah, um, yes. I don't remember. Yeah, like, he was like well, the weirdest character. I was like, "What the fuck was your point?" Like you kind of guided exactly. them into like oh, this see, really crazy see? woods, and then bye. <laughs> Hey, are you the swindler? I'm that guy, but I'm not the swindler. Honest, those were real reddicks. That was a real Jesus finger bond. I had one. (laughs) Well, and that was Stephen Graham. And it's just like a great example of like a a great actor and a shit role. Like the the character had no fucking business in there. And they they had him do a, a like a New Yorker accent. And it's, it's such a visual weird. mess too, you know. It's like none of the none of the styles mesh too. It's very obvious when it's a different director. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like they, they've got like ten filters applied. It's like this is the scene that is yellow. This is the scene that is blue. And it's like okay, this is a plague scene. Everybody looks like roast beef. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like you're shooting. You went you went to the mountains of Croatia and shit. And this is but this is this is what we're left with. Uh. Uh. Vin Diesel doing Vin Diesel while in the movie Witch Hunter was better <laughs> acted than Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage in this. Oh, that's another one on our uh, Jane and I's list. <laughs> I know. Are, are they sure they really the wanted Nicolas Cage? Like, and you know, this this real role was really well suited to Jason Statham. It's his kind of movie. Yes, <laughs> I would have fucking loved him in this. Yeah, and you could have called it similar. "In the Name of the King" four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. So, uh, Donnie, were you able to find any reviews on this? Uh, yes. There was a lot 
of really, really, really bad reviews for this movie. Uh, for this movie, really? I don't believe it. Yes. Uh, let's see. Starting at the bottom here was the story was weak. Good special effects. Not the worst movie I've watching? ever seen, but not good either. Maybe the people who write this stuff could do a better job. I think sad is a good description. I agree with that part. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. There yeah, was only yeah, one writer. Special effects, though. My God, it's like the cage is melting that she's in. It's like, oh, okay. That was okay. just yeah. This oh, is the priest crawling up the walls like termites. That was right. like, what the fuck is happening it's there? Like, I, mean, it's I, I thought only video games had cutscenes, but it turns out movies have them too. <laughs> it's not Jekyll and Hyde in Van Helsing, but it's good. Oh yeah. So then good. we have. While I usually enjoy Cage and Perlman, nothing could save this boring movie. I wasn't even tired, and I fell asleep after about 25 <laughs> minutes of this dumb story. If this movie cost a single dollar, I'd keep my money. <laughs> Was, did you fall asleep, Linda, when you were watching this movie the first time? Um. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Did you yeah, I forgot. You know, I, I didn't fall asleep, but I actually did try to watch it for years ago on Netflix or Hulu or someplace because it was free almost right away, you know? Yeah. And, well, I, and I've never I have never seen this movie in one sitting. I, I've, 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 I've had it on a few times, but I'm like putting on music videos in between and shit like that. Like, like yeah, this is this is fine, I guess. I'm going to go with Citizen Def Leppard now instead. You go, movie. You, you do what actually, you do. Yeah. Donnie, was that written by Dr. Phil Ain't My Baby? <laughs> I was telling Jane, like, the, the first time Carlo and I tried to watch it, and I, I I don't remember being sick or anything, but I fell the fuck asleep, and I normally never fall asleep during movies. Well, I remember this because it was another one that my ex, the Crypt Keeper, had rented, and uh, we got it from Netflix, the when they sent me, I think they still send movies in the mail. But I remember she fell asleep during part of it. And yep. then she's like, okay, I'm going to go and go back a chapter because I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. And about 30 <laughs> minutes didn't. later, I come back. I'm like, so how was it? I'm like, well, I didn't miss anything. But she was so excited. She's like, oh, my God, Ron Perlman and Nick Cage. Oh, this sounds like really, really fun. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I saw the trailer. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah. The, tra the trailer the last, was a pretty big hint, actually. Yeah. The last review I had... The title was awful. The, the the review says, this movie sucks. Has Nicolas Cage lost his mind? He can't be this desperate for money. What a sellout. Awful and embarrassing. <laughs> An embarrassing embarrassment. Shame on him. Well, this is this is only our second. Uh, this is only our second Cage horror movie, and they're tending to go a certain way. I mean, there was the Wicker Man, and then this. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it's they're, not they're, like Christian Slater and what was it, Alone in the Dark? <laughs> video game or some again, kind of a thing. Again, yeah. we both. You cannot dismiss the connection. Like it's it's like this this uh, it's so it's so right there. Because yeah, I mean, I don't want people to think we're just unfairly shitting on this movie. There are far worse horror things out there. I mean, oh, yeah, you know. left for dead or the House of the Dead. Jesus Christ. Yeah, House of, yeah, House of the Dead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, but I've seen worse ones like all those straight to Hulu movies by the people who produced uh, uh, Get Out. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I was able to get through this movie. There's some horror movies where I'm just so bored. I'm just no, I can't keep watching this. I need to stop watching. It's like most of the modern ones where it's all shot on HD and 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 like you know they don't have any money to do anything good. So like they try to build relationships between characters. Only they're generic (laughs) characters with generic relationships. Like so my uncle died. Uh Shut up. Uh You know I don't eat that this week. Oh yeah, you're a vegan this week. Ha ha. Hey you guys, I'm gonna film you on my cell phone. Uh yeah, don't do that. Uh it'll be like the Blair Witch Project or something. Ha ha ha. Oh, you guys, you guys, did you see that? Oh my god. I just recently had that problem with uh watching the lift. Uh, <laughs> it's a, another horror movie that's like it's a uh like a i guess a demonic killing elevator yeah it's a german yeah. film i believe about a killer yeah elevator. yeah but i Maybe couldn't finish it with naomi watts for oh. sci-fi channel yeah oh boy but yeah i couldn't finish that it i couldn't just... finish i couldn't finish the remake of funny games i was just like this is so boring i just gotta turn this <laughs> off and watch something else <laughs> Oh, that was awful. I, well, I, you know, I, I had a horror movie excursion this week, too, but that was Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, which is not good. But this is about this. <laughs> Let's tried. just watch Poltergeist. It tried, <laughs> child. I'm going to sing a song. Who cares that we're going off track? But it, actually, if you watch all three of the Poltergeist films, it's really messed up because the first one is all about, oh, my God, we got to get our daughter back. She's so important to us. The yeah. second one is, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why does this shit keep following you? And the yes. dad's not giving a shit. And they're like, hey, you got to stick together as a family. And the third one, they're just like, fuck <laughs> Carol Ann. We're pawing her off on your sister. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like uh, we're going to get uh, Tom Skerritt is uh, going to babysit Carol I Ann. Yeah, Tom Skerritt. Hanging out with Nancy Allen, being like, well, we certainly are in this tall building in Chicago. I hope it doesn't get possessed <laughs> by manana, ice tea. Uh, y'all. <laughs> manana, y'all. Hope no demons come out of the mirror at you. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, this movie needed to get sassy. <laughs> and that's what you're thinking, like. Like I could be ejecting this and watching Demons too. Why don't? Why am I not? Going? I watched <laughs> Demons too, and I yes, love the little baby so did demon. I. Yeah, I fucking awesome. love it. I love that demon coming out of the TV effect, you know, and you got the cake yeah, and the, that was uh, actually cool. Yeah, Shout no, out just, to Shutter. Yeah, demon, <laughs> demons too, totally bitching. Yeah, so that's our review. Bitching, are we gonna? <laughs> do we have a close off segment for you here? Oh, by oh, chance? I, Linda, Linda, say the thing. Say the thing. I want his clothes off. Close off. And there totally were. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a, a slimy, naked Claire Foy that magically gets de-slimed. And... I'm glad you noticed that, too, because I was like, wait. like The literal version of, like, um, uh, placenta so ooze on her and then <laughs> gone. <laughs> we need to <laughs> get her wet. It's not right oh. until she's sopping. You know what? I bet it was a, a, a butt double when she was slimy. But, because but, they didn't show her the, face in the um <laughs> yeah stunt but <laughs> um, yeah they didn't show her face in when she's slimy so i don't know but i, I guess some the real reason uh, dominic senna got fired maybe he kept putting out his cigars on her ass you know and then <laughs> i had to yeah <laughs> i'm gonna I make it in hollywood they're gonna be a star <laughs> as he puts on his cigar yeah um, but really that's it sadly 
Well, you're forgetting one other thing. Uh, the horses were nude. No, 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 no. A character who was all CGI. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that demon didn't have no pants on. His clothes were off. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... um, and, and like a Ken and, doll, too. And the, I was going to uh, say, the, demon ain't the, got no guards. The purple and green, uh, the purple and green plague lady was also naked, but she was the purple and green plague lady, so... Mm. Yeah. And I think that scene was supposed to make you throw up, but I'm not sure. I can't believe I just called somebody a young lady. What is wrong with me? I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, you're, old. You're, you're the only one among us who's ever said inappropriate in a non-ironic manner, so... <laughs> My trend. It's okay. It's not like you're going to make comic characters and call them safe space and snowflake. I mean, who would do that? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand about these kids today. Whippersnappers with their mini skirts and their Walkman cassette so, players. Are we ready to rip the face off of this thing? I got one. I got one. I got one. I got a face hey, off. Do you hey, have a face guys. off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, Adrian. <laughs> so, uh, as, as usual, I have a version from 1983. Uh, for director, I have Richard Lester. Uh, for screenplay, I have Andrew Birkin, who wrote The Name of the Rose. Um, Ooh, uh, yeah. For cinematographer, I have Dante Spinati, so that you guys can actually have a solid aesthetic instead of the mess. Excellent. Um, it would, uh, since it's 1983, you got a musical score by, score by uh, Giorgio Moroder, who did Scarface. And uh, it would star uh, Mark Singer, Nigel Terry, Rachel Ward, and Roy Kinnear. And uh, wow. since it's 1983, you could have a young, a young Nicolas Cage as the altar boy guy. That, that oh. works. Yeah. All right. Yeah, full circle. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Donnie? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Roger Corman would direct this because he Yay. obviously would have to. But for Bayman, I was going to have Robert Carradine. Bayman. Awesome. And... The girl would be Julia Montgomery. Okay. <laughs> Felson would be Donald Gibb. <laughs> and De Balzac would be Anthony Edwards. Yeah, <laughs> and right. Eckhart would be Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> this would be a Revenge of the Nerds casted version of the film. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't you just like recently watch that with Lucille and point out like how rapey it actually was uh, <laughs> like, no she scene. actually avoided that she's like why uh, would i want to watch a movie about people that rape someone in order for her to understand that she loves these people because they love <laughs> sex like she does because they raped her that's just how we did in the 80s <laughs> yeah, the 80s that's what the 80s was that's how you said hello back then yeah if you weren't slapped in the face as a woman and then forced into sex you weren't in love Yep. <sighs> That's what all those John Hughes movies are about. <laughs> I can't believe they forgot my fucking birthday and nobody slapped me in the face at all. God. <laughs> For my face off, I really wanted to uh, switch out the director with Dario Argento. Good idea. But, oh, um... God. <laughs> <laughs> After that trilogy, really? <laughs> It's just the last one that sucks. <laughs> oh, oh no. 
I think I think Jane will argue with you on that. Look, he hasn't made a good movie since 2004, but he made good movies before 2004. Okay, this is before 2004 because um, I also want to have as Bayman. I want to have uh, John Saxon, of course. Nice, but. Um, you know, I, I, I decided that... Since, I was just uh, watching him this week in that Moonshine, uh, Moonshine County War movie. I love him yeah, so much. Yeah, by Gus Turconis. Yeah. Just keep it for our, our podcast, Good Sex. <laughs> <laughs> our hot sex. Sex uh, <laughs> Kiss and sex. Um, <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> out of respect to our guest James <laughs> I, decided, <laughs> I decided to not go with Dario Argento but um instead I'm uh I I, I couldn't settle on a, a director uh but uh with Bayman I'm going with uh Viggo Mortensen uh, ah! Yeah. <laughs> you mean Vigo or his balls? Because both were starred in a movie. <laughs> I am your doll girl. You will look upon me. I am the beauty man. No. Yes. No. No. No, Vigo. No. God. God. <laughs> Hang a bell around your neck. <laughs> How did he make anybody wet ever? I just don't understand it. I don't get it either. Like, I, I, I for the love life of me, I just don't get it. Like, like I remember seeing him a movie, and the producer's I... like, "We have to explain why he looks the way he does." Well, we'll we'll say he's like a hybrid or something. <laughs> I saw him in like on the cover of um, it's like Esquire or GQ or something, and he was made to look all rugged, but like the dirt just settled in his wrinkles, and it just like <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it just like I I was thinking for the love of God, why is there, this attractive? There's, like, there's a line there between like the Marlboro Man and the Brawny Man, and some guy who <laughs> crawled out from behind a dumpster, and and Viggo yes, for that exactly. line, you know. I mean, nothing against like wrinkles. I mean, but it's just, but it, you you hit the the nail on the head. It's like there's a difference between looking dirty and looking rugged. Yeah, <laughs> picture Vigo Mortensen like that with all the dirt and wrinkles suckling on the teat of Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we can avoid uh, all the more uh, Vigo talk. <laughs> I'll change my mind and say Bayman is going to be Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Um, Felsen is going to be played by Tom Waits because who do you, uh, it, who's interchangeable with uh, uh, Dr. Ron oh, Perlman? Careful order, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the girl slash Anna, um, I couldn't make up my mind between Betty White and the progressive insurance lady. <laughs> oh, 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 Flo, all day long and all day night. Yeah, 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 Flo. <laughs> okay, then, then Flo. <laughs> Kai is played by Eddie Furlong because uh, Baby Needs Money. <laughs> uh, the ball sack is played by, uh, once again, I couldn't make up my mind between uh, Jude Law and or... The goots, because I thought if you put the goots in there, it's just going to get too sexy. Uh, you, you can't do that. We'll take so. the word for it. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to law. 
We love you, Goots. Uh, so, Shane, who do you have for your face-off? Well, I honestly don't. I'm not good at recasting, but I will tell you that what I was doing, because place. I was... Because I was so <laughs> bored during this movie, I started create like D and D character sheets for them. And I started trying to name like where they were staying, <laughs> and then I got bored with that because I was like, "Wow, these guys have no personality whatsoever. They, they've got none, and no charisma. None. <laughs> like all charisma is at zero. It, it's a blank slate. You can pretty much do what you want when you're given one like this." <laughs> Anna's the mage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like between Megan and the Mage, or because she oh, she was always I really confusing. I did Mara. make um I did make the Swindler a Bard just because you know Bards. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of have to singing bitter tricks and green 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 sleeves the whole time. You know? <laughs> He's definitely not going to be thinking about tossing a coin to this Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Falson's definitely the tank. Um, yeah, Damon's I had a barbarian. <laughs> Fast Eddie Felson. Yes, sir. Yes, Bateman would be a cleric. <laughs> like... Wait, so then who plays Minnesota Fats? <laughs> <laughs> so who did you who did you have, Jane? Oh, like I said, I got bored my way, but I had like um, I, I I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing their names right, but Felman has a fighter. Felson has a barbarian. Hagamar was the swindler. Um, I had one look as you know, is the bard at the. And I, I stopped naming them after a while. I was like, no, I'm not even going to bother to learn their names. The yeah, we didn't involve paying attention to their names. Yeah. <laughs> I kept being confused. But I was like, their name. <laughs> <laughs> Who were you? That's what this movie needed for the last scene. J- just Rip Torn to show up. It's like, that's the gun that did it, son. Go away. Go to Mexico. Change your name. Change your looks. You know, I was going to say, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Steve Gutenberg would have done this, especially if they remade this now, because the man did star in La Valanchula, so... See? (laughs) Okay, La Valanchula deserves its accolades. Okay, I will fight for La Valanchula. (laughs) Speaking of accolades, will this movie have been improved? If you had taken the soundtrack from Phenomenon, from <laughs> no, god damn you! One <laughs> without chasing dragons, with your the goblin soundtrack. Almighty. You sing George or you David, and you always kill the beast. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait. Was... Uh, are you talking okay. about like Phenomenon or Phenomena? Phenomena, aka Creepers. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> And just like that movie, you could have had a monkey come out. I'm sorry, a baboon come out with a straight razor. That was so awesome. Oh, that was the oh. best fucking part. I oh, fucking love that movie. Me too. I, I will Jen- die on that hill. That was Jennifer Connelly's finest hour. I don't care what anybody says. Donnie got me the uh, soundtrack, but uh, unfortunately, right. it's only uh, it's only goblins uh, yeah. music, which I, mean, I fucking love. Goblins. Iron Maiden's discography. I mean, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can't get the soundtrack for that. You just have to go and find Queens. It's a kind of magic to get the soundtrack. It's a kind of magic. Oh, that's right. Some of that shit's not available. I still want to do yeah. my edit where where I reconstitute parts of the renegade version and the European version, and I throw on a Queen soundtrack. 
<laughs> I, that that epic edit will be done one of these days when I get up the gumption. Well, we have quarantine, so. <laughs> Oh, now is going to be the time. Yeah. I mean, shit, I've been advertising on Facebook about doing a monster of the week thing with people where I'm setting up a story where you take quantum leap, but you're collecting artifacts taken from monsters to prevent them spreading across the town. <laughs> <laughs> Leaping through different times into this town. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the leap that'll take you home. Speaking of taking us home, is there any <laughs> wisdom in this? Like, uh, just don't do it? Yeah, well, uh, burning witches is wrong, except the demons are totally real. Or <laughs> uh, maybe just don't watch this and my, watch uh, Michael Suave's The Church instead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, my oh, wisdom was damage. there's a huge difference between a demon and a fucking witch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but apparently you need to start reading from the Kia Salmon to figure it out. Otherwise, there's just no way to tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and witches be heavy. That guy was straining, <laughs> lifting those witches off the bridge. Good God, what do you eat? Let me out of the lighter. Let me out of the lighter. That would defeat the purpose of getting you there, you stupid woman. <laughs> come on, come on. I can help you guys. I can help. <laughs> Let me borrow your top. <laughs> oh, 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 by the way, bitch. What? Why are you going dressed like that? <laughs> oh, so this is the top that you wanted to borrow? You're grounded. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch. You want to earn five dollars? Help your dad tie his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Christ. you 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 so, mean these yeah. shoes? I love them <laughs> a lot. Jane, did you have any wisdom? Mine was that if you really want to make a movie really confusing, is combine three different elements of history and just put them all in the same period. <laughs> <laughs> the crusade, the plague, and those goddamn plague masks pissed me off. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was like, those were invented in the masks. 1600s. That's when they were invented in France. But, which is also when they had witchfinder generals. Shit. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe, maybe figure your shit out. <laughs> Here comes the general. Um, so uh, I guess it's now time to move on to. The last one was uh, when asked what he would title their uh, his autobiography, he answered, back off, there's a lobster loose. The answer was, Cage. That one wow. was Cage, really. That was Cage. I'm yeah. I'm actually a little surprised. Believe it? Yeah. Why not? Wow. I just purchased the shovel today. It's cost five dollars. <laughs> Believe it <Okay>. or not. <laughs> no offense to Cage, but Linda and I pretty much nailed our autobiographies way early on. Yes. <laughs> Linda was hell in a handbasket. My life with Donnie Roberts. And mine was weaving the basket. My life with Linda Roberts. <laughs> uh, 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 we also Christ. 
decided that uh we never did it though uh we've got to come up with like videos uh for each other for our funerals and uh like depending on who dies first uh whoever dies uh second choose your own adventure (laughs) (laughs) whoever dies second gets uh uh to have a video at their funeral where uh, it's it's us and we're like, uh, well, whoever died is like, oh, hey, uh, don't worry about me. Yeah, I'm sure I'm in hell, but the the martinis are pretty damn good. And you know, well, like, <laughs> it, it's it's Tiki Tuesday, and look who's here. And then the the first person who died would come in and be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just remember I get buried with a ham bone and a peg leg that has jewels on it. <laughs> No, if, you, if you do, if you do the video, sure will, there. you gotta have the reading at at the at the funeral home, and you gotta have it catch fire, just like in that movie Frightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take them all with you. <sighs> we gotta like so, we gotta live stream watching uh 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 Rockula Tony. <laughs> it would have been better with Cage, I think, but. Eh. Well, so, yeah, but your turn. So, go on with our cager busse. Uh, it's pronounced busse. <laughs> We're talking about the uh, composer Debussy, right? You know, with his uh, Yeah, of course. Obviously, uh, just go and look up Family Guy, Bach, and Debussy. <laughs> anywho. Forbes officially listed him as being one of the most generous men in Hollywood. He donated over two million to provide shelters as well as medical and psychological rehabilitation for child soldiers. Was it Cage or was it Busey? Or was it uh, Jesus? It was, was it Jesus, it? I do believe. Our series are coming for me on a golden ship with golden wings. Oh, take me, take me in the arms, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I have a moment has arrived. Um, it's, okay. it's pronounced Jesus. It's okay. <laughs> you and I can drink meat in the halls of my forefathers uh, and tell stories <laughs> that people will never believe. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Go to our Twitter and find the poll uh, and uh, uh, tell us what you think. Was it Cage or was it Busey? And tell of us. course, you'll get the answer in the next episode. What's the next episode? I am getting to that uh, in the meantime. <laughs> Don't rush her. <laughs> yeah, there's a process. That's what I do. <laughs> There's a prostitute? It is what he does. <laughs> it's, it's on brand. <laughs> Please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss, especially on Apple Podcasts, because that helps uh, other people find us, uh, find out about us. It's awesome. Please. And uh, Podchaser, uh, go there and uh, leave us a, a review there and follow us there. Uh, that also helps. And uh, check out our stuff on YouTube. It features that awesome Adrian Arts. Uh, And uh, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Cages Kiss. That's C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. No space, no apostrophe. We've got lots of awesome uh, shit on there. Uh, Stickers, arts, and uh, and more. Uh, Watch our episode about uh, kick-ass and see non-sequitur photos about public restrooms and fast food. 
Yes. I, I enjoyed that part. Thank you. <laughs> and remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on the Twitters at Cage's Kiss. Once again, C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. Uh, you can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. Uh, check out my other show, Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks, which I, I do with Jane. And uh, we just covered... Jane. <laughs> yes, Jane. Jane. <laughs> we just covered uh, The Little Mermaid, and by this time we should have a, another mini-sode out. So, uh, Adrian, what you got you know, going there's something there that wasn't there before. <laughs> Wrong movie, but good for, for you. <laughs> Adrian, you'll be happy to know that I sang the uh the uh the want song with a uh, a vagina <laughs> on the episode. She did. Oh, I can vouch for this. Did. She did. Uh, <laughs> what you got, Adrian? Uh, oh, what I got, uh, you know, I got depression, I got trouble finding toilet paper, uh, and I got my DeviantArt account under Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all run together, all lowercase, all one word, and uh, my Patreon's under the same thing. Throw some money that way, and you might get a little something, and I, too, am on YouTube. Please visit and fund all of these things. Oh, and go to our website where you can see more of his art, too. Also, I'm pretty sure that one song from The Little Mermaid was actually ripped off from a portion of Genesis, the musical box. So, <laughs> I'll allow it. Not, not necessarily related to vaginas, but, you know, I'm just saying Disney are a bunch of rip-off artists, and that album was from 1971. Well, so. he ended up going with, uh, uh, like, making the music for Tarzan, right? Well, Phil Collins did. Yeah, yeah just, well, okay. Poor Phil. So um, I am Unreal Goals on Twitter, and otherwise I have nothing going on with my life other than slowly dying of the plague and laughing at all of you plebeians trying to learn to live two weeks in your home when I've been doing it for unemployment reasons. Right? <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, all you have to do is kill the witch responsible for the plague and you will magically be cured. That was my plan. I'm going to go to the White House in full garb with my sword on my back playing rainbow in the dark. <laughs> go, Show me the beast! Have an assault on you. <laughs> and they'll give you Ann Coulter. <laughs> Have any children died? Please <laughs> right. the fat of a child to fly. Thou <laughs> <laughs> hast not been baptized. We're also going to be covering that in bed knobs and broom flicks. <laughs> but um, uh, Donnie, you also forgot playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, I am playing Animal Crossing on the Switch because, yeah. Carlo got me one too, and I'm just waiting to play. Town. But uh, it, Jane, um, where can people find you? You can find me tattooing pictures of kittens onto rocks outside my house, and also <laughs> bed and broom flicks. I'm freaking smitten with kittens. <laughs> Jane obviously has not been affected by the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing from us next week when we're joined by our friends from Quiet on the Set, guys, uh, to cover mm. Drive Angry, which you can find oh. streaming on Amazon or Hulu with a Showtime uh, subscription. Oh, or you can man. just 
watch it wherever you watch Showtime. I've never seen that one before. Wow. Neither have I. It's going to be. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) New territory. (laughs) Kind of scared. (laughs) I'm stealing it back from Donnie until then. What's my cage got to do with it? At least it's better than stealing my goddamn. I shot a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Why shoot him when you can hang him and drown him? I could eat a page for hours. Please. Kiss me. Hello, my lovelies. My name is Chantelle, and I'm the host over at Lady Justice True Crime. Lady Justice is a weekly podcast that covers fascinating cases, both past and present, from around the UK and Ireland. Some of them are strange, many are unbelievable. All of them are completely unique and are someone's story. So please come join me on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.